Hello, everybody out there. Thank you for joining us for the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast. I really appreciate you swinging by. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about ways that you can find the best workout programs that fit you. You ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Thank you for joining us. You are at the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast. I am Mike, part of Team Meredith, and we have Meredith here today. How are you doing? Doing good. How good. are you, Mike? I am doing great. <laughs> I really enjoy doing these podcasts and uh, working with you on them, so Aww. thank you. Um, before we jump into our topic, I just want to say, please check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can download these podcasts there every week as well as our YouTube channel, which we love doing. We post videos of Meredith's great workouts for seniors. You can check those out and do those at home on your own. And last but not least, our website, SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com, where we have a, com- a combination of everything that we put out, mm-hmm. including these podcasts mm-hmm. and the videos. So that's a lot of information to get yes. through. But, <laughs> uh, but today we're talking about finding the right fitness program exercises that work for you because we are all built differently and we are all at different age groups mm-hmm. as usual i'd like to get your ideas mm-hmm. on this overall meredith mm-hmm. what do you think about finding the right programs finding the right programs i would say um it, again with every individual like you just said being so different and having different ailments so to speak different things going on with their bodies um, I think it it comes down to the person being proactive when they're looking for, say, a group class or a workout type um, and questioning the, the, the person or people who either do the fat fitness class, the actual group class, or are part of, um, if it's you're in a community and someone runs the programming for all of the fitness things that are going on or at a gym, going to someone, being proactive and talking to them and asking, mm-hmm. what is best for me? Mm-hmm. What does that class involve? Or how does that trainer um, work with different individuals and um, really talking to people? Mm-hmm. Talking <laughs> and communicating with what other people. Yes. Yeah. So if, if you are someone who, say, a senior who has never done exercise, mm-hmm. you're, you're brand new at this. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not sure if you should be focusing on lower body. You're not sure mm. if you should be focusing on upper body. Um, I have had a surgery on my knee a mm. while back. I'm worried about that. And mm. uh, along with communicating, uh, is, there, is there ways that maybe seniors could go or anybody could go online and research this stuff? I mean, is that an idea to uh, do yeah, that? Yeah, I think you can. I mean, these days you can research anything and find different answers to it that's going to be the only issue is it probably won't be across the board consistent with what you'll find you need to do so say it's a surgery or um something like that that you had i would say talking to your doctor whomever did it um and saying Mm -hmm. what is best for me um and okay getting the the clear the okay to work out as Mm -hmm. well um, but talking to your doctor is a great way to start. Most of the time you're supposed to talk to your doctor anyway before you start working out if you're brand new to it. You need to get, um, you know, all the testing done and get the the clear from your doctor. Then if it's because of a surgery, then say, 
what should I be doing to strengthen that and my overall body. So doctors are a great resource. Um, Say you go to a community center or a gym, then going and looking at a fitness schedule. Most of the time on the schedules, they will say different abilities or levels. They'll call it different at no matter where it's at. Um, but it will say that it's for beginners or it's for a level one or it's moderately active or something like that. An easy class, let's say, depending on how their verbiage is at each place. Um, so looking at that and then even going into a class, you're still a little weary. Go in, talk with the instructor, say, you know, what's your class like? They'll tell you, can I sit in on the class? Mm. You don't have to even do it. Sit in on numerous different classes if that's where you feel like you need to start before jumping into it. See what they do in each class and then find what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Do you have, uh, when you teach your classes, do you have people come in and say, hey, I just Mm -hmm. saw, I want to see what's going on. I've heard about your class. Can I just be a fly on the wall for a little while? Do you see that happening? All the time. All the time. Um, People who they're nervous that if they do the class, it's not going to be at their level that they won't be able to do it. So they want to sit in or say new residents who move in, they are literally getting a sample of everything. And then once they figure out what classes they want to do throughout the week, because they researched and, and, and watched them, then they will put that as part of their schedule. Like we've talked before in our podcast, Mm. have it part of their schedule. And then that's how they will stay consistent with it. So, um, Yeah, I think it's just really being proactive and listening to your body and talking to people. Talk Mm. with an instructor if you go in and say, I've had this done and this hurts and, you know, is this a class that's good for me? The Mm -hmm. instructor should be your number one resource. Mm -hmm. Um, They should know how to handle things, especially um, if we're talking about seniors, especially with seniors. They've dealt with everything, so they should... Um, be your biggest advocate as far as telling you, yeah, this is good for you or no, let's try this class. And then telling you a different class, you know, giving you a different option, mm-hmm. <laughs> not just saying, no, you can't do this one. <laughs> yeah. I, mm-hmm. Finding a really good trainer, someone yes. who knows what they're doing <laughs> and, and not only that, but cares about their right. clients and the people that they're training is pretty key in that. Yeah. I'm, I imagine as well, because there's a lot of people out there that'll probably just give you the generic answer. Oh, just, you know, just try it. Just yeah, try it. Exactly. You know, but the reality is you like hurt. you say, everybody's different uh, and a good trainer would ask you more questions about your background right. or something like that. I'm guessing. Right. Yeah, they should, especially if you're taking the time, um, as the student to go to the instructor and, and ask if it's good, they should take the time to, listen to what you're saying, and then to ask you some more questions to know what's going to be most beneficial for you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about um, if you are a someone who's looking to join a gym, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to just join your local gym in your neighborhood. What what's a good way to go about researching, finding out if this gym is going to be even good? Mm Because gyms can be intimidating. Right. You know, and especially (laughs) if you're of senior age, 65 or over, Mm -hmm. over, what are, you know, 55 or over, they can be kind of intimidating if you're not used to going to a gym. What kind of things could someone look into Mm -hmm. if they wanted to do this independently on their own? 
I would, um, again, you could do the research online. You could look up different gyms and see what the, the ratings are and the reviews are and all of that. But most gyms of any type, if you contact them and say, I'd love to do a trial, they might give you a three-day trial. They might give you a free week to go in. They want your business, so they're going to let you come and work out for a number of days. So contact the gyms, multiple ones that are in your area. Go one week to this one, one week to that one, one week to the other. Compare, contrast, decide which one fits what you are looking for in that type of environment and atmosphere. And then from there, make your decision and and go all in. And then once you decide to go into that gym, a lot of the times they'll do um, personal training for free, a certain number of sessions, because again, they're trying to get your business. Doesn't mean you have to sign up for a package once you're done with that, but that's a great way to to get you started with your workouts and talking to a personal trainer. They should definitely know what um, to do with you if you tell them this hurts or I've had this surgery, etc. They are going to guide you in the direction that you need, and then you can do those workouts after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I'd, I'd like to expand on the personal trainer aspect mm-hmm. because you can hire one on your own and work with a trainer on your own. What would be some great things to look for if you're looking to hire a trainer? Um, would it be going on Yelp and looking at their reviews? <laughs> you know, like, uh, again, it's, it, that can also be an intimidating type of right. thing, too, because oh, especially if you're not used to working with a trainer. Yes. What would be some things to look for in a trainer mm-hmm. if you're looking to kind of do personal training sessions? Right. Um, interview them. Basically, talk to them. Um, you might be the type of person who needs someone yelling at you almost. Well, find out if that's the type of trainer that person is that's going to stand over you and come on, give me one more. Mm, Maybe you want someone who's just a friend. It's almost, they're just telling you what to do, but you're talking back and forth the entire workout. Again, it might be because you, you just need someone to tell you what to do and to make sure you're there showing up on time. So find out if that's the type of trainer they are. Um, almost get a list of questions and interview the different people that you can find. I mean, you can go online and research or same thing at a gym. If you're at a gym and talk to all of the trainers, don't just say they're going to assign you this one because this one works with seniors all the time, Mm. or this one works with 20 year olds all the time. That doesn't mean that that's what you have to be cookie cutter, you know, into you have to use that trainer. Talk to all of them, Mm -hmm. find out what style Um, of workouts they do, how they motivate their clients, how they deal with different abilities of the body, and then go from there. Mm -hmm. I think also looking online and the reason why we have our YouTube channel is that with your workouts that Mm -hmm. you do, we film all of them and put them online for you to check out and do them at home. But that also tells people more about who you are as a trainer and the workouts that you do. So let's say you were, you know, mm. training people and people wanted to find out more about you. They could go to the website mm. or YouTube channel, watch your lessons, yes, yes. see how you are, because the way that you are on video is exactly the way you are in your classes right. <laughs> and see how you teach yes. and see how that makes them feel. Mm. So I think I, I kind of wish more trainers would do that mm. right. and they would, <laughs> you know, be able to show exactly how they are so people can find out before they go and try to hire them or something like that yeah right yeah and know that if you do hire someone or you get with someone that you're not stuck with them if it's somebody that you Mm -hmm. don't mesh with or you don't 
you don't like the way they're training you. Don't just put up with it and deal with it because you purchased 12 sessions with that person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Know that you do have the right to say this is not working and find someone else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the most important thing is to feel comfortable Yes, with yes. what you're doing. Yeah. And you don't want to go to a session or get trained by someone that you just don't feel comfortable or right. feel intimidated or just don't feel right with. Exactly, because you're not going to want to do it. You're not going to want to go. You'll make excuses not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing when it comes to, say, if you're at a gym and you're going to that gym and all of a sudden you're just like, this doesn't feel right. I don't even like going into the place. Um, mm-hmm. If it doesn't feel right, you're not stuck. Yeah. Find a different place. Find a different person. <laughs> yeah, and it, you, you don't want to waste your money. Exactly. It's right. a lot of money we put out there to yeah. <laughs> keep our fitness high. So, yeah, definitely know your dollars can be spent somewhere else and get the results of what you are looking for. Mm-hmm. How about uh, class sizes? Hmm. What are you talking, you know, what what do you think in your mind works better for people working in really big class sizes? Mm-hmm. You know, you see on TV these infomercials yeah. for Zumba classes and there's like 100, 100 people, people in these classes. Right. Uh, or, or smaller class mm-hmm. sizes. What should you look mm-hmm. for for, you know, yourself? What, in your experience, mm-hmm. do smaller class sizes <laughs> work better or do bigger class sizes <laughs> work better? I think as the an instructor... Um, I think smaller class sizes are better personally because I can have eyes on everyone more easily. I can make sure they're doing it right. If I have a big class in front of me, um, it's much more difficult for me to pinpoint every single movement they're doing and know that I need to point out to you, don't do that because I know you have back issue. And then look over to my left and say, don't do that because I know, you know, you have a bad knee. If you've got 30 plus people sitting in front of you it's some participants like that because they can just be a number and get lost in the crowd so to speak so they're mm-hmm. not being pinpointed or they're not being looked at not just by the instructor but the other people in the class many people like smaller because it becomes almost like a personal training session mm-hmm. they know that instructor is going to stop every once in a while and change a movement or tell them no you shouldn't be doing it like that you're going to hurt yourself um so i guess it really depends on the participant the person who is taking the class if you just want to kind of be lost in the crowd and do your thing or you want someone to really hone in on what you're doing Mm -hmm. but as an instructor i prefer smaller (laughs) Mm -hmm. especially in 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 when you're lifting weights and things like that because you can keep eyes on people much much more easily i Mm -hmm. guess yeah, and it's easy to get lost in the shuffle, like you said. Yes. <laughs> Some people could be watering down the movement that they're supposed yes. to be doing <laughs> and not getting the full effect of it or possibly hurting themselves Definitely. if they're not doing exactly. it right. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and the bigger classes probably are more prone to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what in, uh, as always, I like to summarize what we talk about and, and get your opinion on the, all these things. Uh, if you are... We, we try to touch on these these issues from different aspects of if you're a trainer or if you're actually someone who's looking to exercise, you know, what are the the main bullet points that we want people to walk away from when it comes to finding the right fitness programs and finding the right activities that work for them? Mm-hmm. Um, again, being proactive and and talking to whether you 
live in a senior community, talking with the fitness director, the activities director, whoever it is that actually makes the classes, and then watching them. If you don't feel like you need to jump in and do it, then tell the instructor I'm going to watch. Talk to the instructors. Um, You're going into a gym again. Go to multiple gyms. Don't just go to the one that's across the street because it's across the street. That's easy to do, but that does not mean it's a fit for you. It's nice and convenient, which everyone would love that, but that doesn't mean that's the place you should be going. Um, So go to multiples and see if it's a fit for you. Once you're in the one that's the fit, again, be proactive. Talk. Talk to trainers. Talk to the head of the gym, the manager. They're supposed to know everything. You're giving them a lot of money, so make sure mm. they give you what you're in there trying to get. Mm. So, and, and then the instructors of all the classes, again, same thing, talking to them. Yeah. So it seems like coming down to basically communicating, communication. yes. communicating <laughs> with the people that you might be working with, getting feedback from other people who are taking classes yes, or who have worked a great, trainer, yes. um, just getting that feedback from mm-hmm. other people and see how those exercises and yes. classes have worked for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a great thing. And talk to yeah, friends or people who are walking out of a class. People love to tell you why they like a class or like an instructor or like a trainer. Um, they're usually their number one fan. That's why they're in there. That's why they're going there. So, yeah, talking to the people who are already taking the classes, the participants, mm-hmm. that's a great, great way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, great. I, I really like talking about this one. I think mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of people out there who are probably wondering, how do I get started? Yes. And finding the right classes yes. and finding the right instructor. <laughs> so hopefully you folks have pulled some value from this podcast. We've helped you out. and. And as usual, I'd like to say to, mm-hmm. you know, if you have information for us mm. that you would like to, to share with us, please contact us. You can hit us up on Facebook at Senior Fitness with Meredith. Uh, go to our website and YouTube channel. Just get in touch with us if mm. you'd like to add to this podcast. Yes, definitely. And definitely, this is not a one-way street. Right. We love hearing from you folks yes. out there and learning what your experiences are. Yes. So as mm. always, you can do that. Download this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and check out our YouTube channel yes. where we have all of mm-hmm. our routines. Meredith mm-hmm. goes through her great routines for <laughs> your seniors to work out with, and we just like to put all of it out there. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for joining us. Meredith, thank you for joining us thank today. Thank you, Mike. Thank we'll you, everyone. We'll see you in the next one. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.